I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the News Du Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So obviously, as I'm sitting down to record this, there is a lot going on with the Trump indictment situation. I'm not going to have all of it ready for you today, but I will catch you up on what we know as of now. And then tomorrow, I'm sure we will have more to tell you. But first up, we are going to cover one little mini story. Let's get into it. So Russia conducted an air raid on a residential building last night, killing 11 people. 12 more were hospitalized with injuries due to this attack. This attack obviously seemed to target civilians, so it is just adding to the very long list of this type of attack, but nonetheless completely heartbreaking. So now that I've updated you guys on that, I wanted to go ahead and jump over to the Trump stuff. So Trump appeared in court yesterday around 2 p.m. He headed in a little ahead of schedule, but he and his legal team arrived at the courthouse in Miami and the block was swarmed by fans and critics and journalists, you know, the usual. But the former president actually entered through an underground parking lot so as to avoid having his photograph taken. He was booked and went into court. Quote, we most certainly enter a plea of not guilty, end quote, were the words of his attorney. And of course, this is a new attorney because his two leading attorneys quit on him as soon as they saw the charges. And word on the street is that he has had a hard time finding legal representation. But we will jump into that at a later date and kind of flesh that out a little bit more. The judge ordered Trump not to speak to his former aide, who is also charged in this case, about the case. Any correspondence between the two of them must go through their attorneys, and that is common practice. Reports are saying that Trump plans to leave Florida and head to New Jersey again the night that I'm recording this. So yesterday for you guys, that is one state that he has yet to be run out of. Those same reports say that he plans to make a statement from his golf club there. So if he does indeed give a statement, we will be sure to cover it for tomorrow's episode, as I'm sure it will be relevant to everything that's gone on. Also, as a side note here, Vivek Ramaswamy, who is a very unlikely opponent of Trump's in the election, has vowed that if he is elected president, he would pardon Trump of all his charges. And that may actually go a long way with Trump voters if Trump were somehow forced out of the race. That said, Trump said that he would not let these charges change his candidacy. Even if he should be convicted, he plans to stay in the race. 
And on to our next story for today. A lost Tudor book was found in Britain. So you guys know that I love a historical news update. For this story, I'm taking you guys over to Britain, Cambridge to be exact, a place where there are so many books that they didn't even know what exactly they had on their hands. Hiding in plain sight, it was discovered that one of the many books in the library at Cambridge was actually one that historians had been looking for for, oh, you know, 300 years, 363 to be exact, if we want to be specific. Everyone thought this book was basically lost in time. An historian from this Tudor time period said that it was the most significant Tudor discovery in this generation. So what exactly is so special about this book? Well, it was actually featured in a painting from the same era, making it the only known object from a Tudor painting that has survived to current day. This book is what's called a Book of Hours, and it was owned by Thomas Cromwell, who we see in the portrait, but it was also a different copy was owned by Catherine of Aragon, Henry VIII's first wife, as well as Anne Boleyn, Henry VIII's second wife. Thomas Cromwell was actually the man who orchestrated replacing Catherine with Anne. So this trio all owning the same book makes it especially rare and special and significant. They said this copy, which is thought to have belonged to Thomas, was bound with sterling silver thread. But the ones belonging to the two queens had even more elaborate bindings, you know, jewels, gold, and more. What a special find. I'm glad they were able to get their hands on it. And lastly for today, Gen Z versus Montana. So I'm generalizing when I say Gen Z, but 16 young people in Montana have sued the state over oil and gas pipelines and similar projects, claiming in court that such efforts are robbing them of a future. They range in age from a five-year-old being the youngest and a 22-year-old as the oldest. This case has been making its way to court for over 10 years, and it is not the only one of its kind. Similar cases are actually happening all over the world, where Gen Z is grappling with what's around the corner for them, with this giant climate crisis looming. The kids testified to how natural disasters have already begun threatening their family's livelihood. Drought, wildfires, and extreme storms have wreaked havoc on their family's farms. They cried on the stand and asked the court to hold Montana accountable for their role in this global crisis. The Montana Constitution vows to, quote, maintain and improve a clean and healthful environment in Montana for present and future generations, end quote. And that language is what these kids are pointing to as their leg to stand on. They are asking Montana to protect a healthful future for them by shutting down efforts that harm the environment. But their opponents will likely make the argument that Montana's emissions alone are tiny and that they could not do anything to stop climate change without the involvement of the rest of the world. But to win a case like this could have ramifications throughout the country and even around the world. 
Young people know that their lives are being put at risk by this climate crisis. And whether it's Greta Thunberg or teenagers in Montana, they are starting to demand action. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, The future is completely open and we are writing it moment to moment. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfreemedia. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh. Oh.